0: Fantastic. I hope you've enjoyed the morning so far. And uh, we're now coming to the last bits. But these last bits are as important, in fact, if not more, um, to cap up everything. Fantastic. So for those who are watching from home, I did say at the beginning of the service that we have communion and encouraged you to pick your own items and keep by you. And so this is that time when you get your communion items and uh, get ready for it. But before we go into the communion, let's all come back before the Lord in that atmosphere of worship, in that atmosphere of the presence of God pervading everything and everywhere and everyone. I want you to open your heart to the Lord, because God is in this place. And remember the scriptures we read this morning. It says, seek the Lord, seek the Lord. And that was the theme, the theme of the message that um, Pastor Steve brought to us this morning. After the communion, he'll be giving us some parting words and uh, we'll be praying. Now, I'll be joining him in that time of prayer. I know that if it were, uh, ordinary times will be inviting you to come forward so that we lay hands on you. But wherever you are, wherever you will be at the time of the prayer, I want you to know that God is going to touch you where you are. Even for those who are following online, I want to assure you that the Spirit of the Lord has no boundaries. Amen. Amen. If you read the Bible, there was a time that the Lord decided to release a spirit that was old testament by the way and you know moses was saying god i can't do this alone anymore please do something and god said don't worry i'm going to take the spirit that i've put on you and share it out to 70 others and out of those two couldn't join the meeting they were at home they let come as all the time. <laughs> and some people who like to be you know, truant, they play truancy, you know, they don't come to meetings. And so They were at home. The Spirit of the Lord came upon them, boom. And people ran to Moses and said, Nehathab and Abihu are, you know, they've got the Holy Spirit. They are prophesying. And Moses said to them, it's fine, it's fine. In fact, if God wants everyone here to receive, the Lord will do it. And so wherever you are, the Lord is going to reach out to you. And our song next is Build My Life. And I think the culmination of everything this weekend, God will build our lives so that when we go out, you know, with this revival that the Lord has, you know, ignited. I believe he has ignited it here in Christ Church in our lives, and wherever we are, for those who are uh, watching online, the revival of the Lord has been sparked, the seed has been sown, and nothing will remain the same again. Amen? Amen. And so over to the worship team. Oh, let's put our hands together for the Lord Jesus Christ. (laughs) Hallelujah. Just stretch out your hands to receive from the Lord at this time. He said, "Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest." He said, "Take without money, without price. That's what Isaiah 55 says." He said, "Drink, yes, take, drink." Jesus said, "Take, eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. Yes, welcome, and I welcome you this morning. Just, just welcome the Lord yourself into your heart right now. It's a special time in God's presence." Oh, his body was broken for you and I, that we will not be broken ourselves. Oh, the Bible said, by his stripes, we were healed thousands of years ago. And we are healed even today. Oh, yes, I've seen people healed. They must say, in the power of the Lord here and at home, wherever you are, joining us. Just receive from the Lord this morning. What is it that you're expecting from God? You can actually begin to say, God, here I am before you, Lord. I surrender, Lord. I open my heart. Just make a simple prayer before him as you come to him. Thank you, Father. Yes, Lord, we thank you. We thank you, Lord, Jesus. We open our heart. Jesus, you're the name above every other name. You're worthy of every praise we could ever bring. And Lord, we live for you. We live for you, Lord. Oh, holy, no one like you, Lord. None beside you, Lord. Open up our eyes in wonder. Even right now, Lord. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Fill us afresh. Thank you, Father, because you are here. Thank you for the invitation to your table, Lord. We accept that invitation, Father. And as we receive from you today, Lord, may He break chains, may He break bonds, Lord. May He open doors, Father, Lord Almighty, of prosperity and blessing. May it open up other opportunities, Lord, to bring the love of God to those around us, our neighbors, our friends, our family, Lord Almighty. That the barriers, things that have held us back, Lord, as we share in this holy meal, may we receive, O oh God, that breakthrough. Some have been seeking, oh God, breakthrough in their health. We pray, oh God Almighty, this will be a physical representation, Lord. As we share in this bread and wine, the Lord through us physically, it will go in, Father. Break cancer cells. Break, oh God Almighty, every sickness, stubborn sickness in the body and in the spirit, in the soul. Father, let there be total and complete overhaul and healing this morning. Thank you, Father. Blessed be your holy name. Thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. Welcome to the Lord's table that is set all before us. Jesus declared, I am the bread of life. Thank you very much, worship team. i let you, yes, i let you take your seat. Bless you. Fantastic. Thank you very much. That was a fantastic time of worship. Uh, I'm sure we were all blessed by it. So let's go back to our script. Jesus our Lord declared, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry. And whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life. And I will raise them up at the last day, for my flesh is real food, and my blood is real drink. That's in the scripture, real. So what we're doing here is real. And I hope you all have, for those in the church, have all picked your communion pods, Is there anyone who hasn't got who? Okay, very good. So um, we'll be coming to that in a moment, but I just want to make sure everyone has it. But let's share with one another God's peace. Yes, please. Thank you. 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 Bless you. Uh, Okay, we all have. Thank you. And so um, it's time for us to share with one another God's peace. If you can, shake hands, but... Legally, you can't shake hands now, but if you don't feel comfortable, you can just wave and say, the peace of the Lord be with you. All right. The peace of the Lord be with you. And so let's wave to one another gospel. Peace of the Lord be with you. The peace of the Lord be with you. So, it's time for us to examine ourselves as normal. Because when we come to the Lord's table, the Lord expects that we don't do this anyhow. Because it is loaded with God's presence, God's blessing. And so when we come, the Bible says, Everyone ought to examine themselves before they eat of the bread and drink from the cup. For those who eat and drink without discerning the body of Christ eat and drink judgment on themselves. Therefore, examine yourselves to see whether you are in the faith. And test yourselves. Do you not realize that Christ Jesus is in you? Unless, of course, you fail the tests. But thank God Jesus has already given his life for us so we cannot fail that test. But it's important that we examine ourselves. And as we do that, quietly we come to a time of corporate prayer, which I'm sure you will see on the screen. And so let's pray together. We do not presume to come to this, your table, merciful Lord, trusting in our own righteousness, but in your manifold and great mercies. We are not worthy so much as to gather up the crumbs under your table, but you are the same, Lord, And so we receive this assurance that the Lord Jesus Christ said to the sinner, go, your sins are forgiven. And the scripture says, there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, those who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. And so may the God of peace and the God of mercy who forgives you all your sins through Jesus Christ, strengthen you in all goodness by the power of the Holy Spirit, and keep you in eternal life. Amen. Amen. And so following from the Apostle Paul's narrative of the Institution of the Lord's Supper, we repeat today when he said, I receive from the Lord what I also deliver to you, So the Lord Jesus on the night when he was betrayed took the bread and when he had given thanks he broke it and said this is my body which is for you do this in remembrance of me. In the same manner after the supper he took the cup saying This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as we eat of this bread and drink the cup, we proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. And so, Father, we give thanks to you, O God, for all this gift of bread and wine. And we present both ourselves and this gift before you. Sanctify us wholly, spirit, soul, and body. And prepare also, God, as we share of this bread and of this wine, the Lord will be blessed, and the power of the Holy Spirit, Lord, will ignite in us a passion for revival. And that, Lord God, at this time, as we receive it to our bodies, our body will respond to receive healing from you. And so with all God's people on earth and in heaven, we sing the triumphant hymn of your glory, saying, Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. And so, Father, Lord, we do according to your own command. We break this bread. Take it. This is the body of Christ broken for you. The body of Christ broken for us keep us to everlasting life. Amen. This cup is the cup of the new covenant in the blood of Christ. Drink all of it and be blessed and renewed. Amen. The blood of Christ. Thank you, Father Lord Almighty, for this gift of bread, Enough wine. We stand on the promises that you have given, Lord, to come before you, God, in intercession for our nation, for your church, for your people gathered here and across the world. Because as we are gathered here, Lord, there are thousands and millions of Christians your people gathered across this nation and across the world, Lord Almighty, worshiping together. And we join in that corporate anointing, Father Lord, to receive from you for our nation peace and for the whole nations of the earth, Lord Almighty, your presence to pervade every environment and every corner. We pray, Father Lord, for the government in power today, that you will be with our Prime Minister, Boris Johnson, with Her Majesty the Queen, that Lord God Almighty, your blessing will rest on them as they bring, Lord, calm and direction to this nation. Thank you that through them, O God Almighty, there have been confidence that things, O Lord, are getting better because of all the work they have done to handle this pandemic. But Lord, we do not trust in what man does. We look up to you because our hope is in you. And so, Lord, we pray that you will continue to give them wisdom to arrest the situation, that in the end we will not go back to the dark days again. That, Lord, as we have come out of it, we will remain out of it. Thank you for all the doctors and nurses and specialists of God in the front lines. We have some of them in the house today. And we pray that, Lord, you will bless them all for the work they do. We pray, Father, you will keep them safe for their families' sake. That they will go and they will come home safely. That, Lord, they will be a blessing to the rest of the world around them. And yet come back home to be a blessing to their families. We praise you, Almighty God, because of the wonderful work that you, O God, continue to do in the lives of all those of God who sacrifice their own time and energy and resources to ensure the world is a better place. Thank you, Ancient of Days, because we know that your church, the Bible says, we will march on and the gates of hell shall not prevail. In any way that the enemy, Lord Almighty, will want to come against your church, Father, will release fire from heaven. To destroy every kind of conspiracy from the pit of hell. They will not stand. Though God, they will fall for our sake. The Bible says they will gather, but not by you. And because it's not by you, Lord, they will flee seven ways. Right now we chase them out. The Bible says, Lord, we shall pursue, overtake, will recover all. Whatever we have lost as a church, the body of Christ across the world. During this pandemic, this is a time of recovery. This is a time of resetting. This is a time, of oh God Almighty, of knowing you leading us steadily to the future that you have planned for us. What the enemy meant for evil, you are turning it for good. Amen. People are coming to faith in you. And so God we pray it shall be our portion. Even here locally in Christchurch, the Father will embrace what you are doing. This revival that, Lord Almighty, you are igniting among us. Thank you, Lord. As we live this fleshed father, we know that, Lord, we are living with your anointing. Even right now, O oh God, before you, we begin to pray that your presence will go with us. Hallelujah. Amen. I invite us to Steve. You know, um, as I surround all this prayer, he's going to give the last few words And then we'll enter into some ministry prayers. And so, Father, we thank you today. As we have received of this bread and of this wine, Lord, we come before you and ask, O God, you will send us out in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for hearing our prayer. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Let's give thanks to the Lord. (laughs) Hallelujah. First of all, lest I forget, we want to give our thanks to you, Pastor, for coming all the way. You had to drive back to be in your program, and you drove back again to be with us today. What a sacrifice. So we want to thank you. God bless you. God bless you. And um, we have thoroughly been blessed. You know, At the beginning of this service this morning, I told a very interesting story of the man who who pushed me in the water, and yesterday something hit me, and I was like, who pushed me? And I'm sure something hit you as well. It may not be as dramatic as it did me, but I'm sure every one of us have been touched. Forgive us that the mask may not allow you to see how much we have absorbed and been blessed by what you've given this weekend, but... I can assure you, from every response we have received, people have really been blessed. And so we're really thankful to God for this weekend. Uh, but I want you to show your love once again to Pastor Steve. Thank you. So, Ali,
1: Thank you here. so much. Thank you. Thank bless you.
0: I, I, I hope we can actually hug. <laughs> <laughs> bless you. God bless you. Thank you. you. Thank you.
1: Um, It it has been an absolute delight to be with you this weekend. And originally, when I said I would stay over for Sunday, our pattern of meetings in in Wolverhampton All Nations was such that, that that was possible to do. And then as we were transitioning into a new rhythm of meetings, we put in these last Saturday nights of the month, and this would only have been the second one last night. So I was like, I can't not be there and so it just meant having to come back and uh, forward a couple of times, but uh, real delight to be with you. Um, as a very quick recap, yesterday we started the morning by just saying, um, we're, I really believe the Lord is moving the church from knowledge acquisition to radical obedience, and that whatever He's going to say to us isn't just about acquiring knowledge, it really is to be obedience to what He shows us. And so... Uh, remembering that as we leave this place today is going to be important for us. I think I've built an argument about the uh, the historical precedence of revival throughout history, the biblical promise of revival, and then the prophetic promise of revival over the last 80 years, and that our nation needs a true transforming revival again that leads to societal transformation uh, we, so that was our very first session, we had this message on the cry for revival, the place of prayer, um, the, the, this travailing, prevailing prayer, catching kind of God's heart, His will for a given area or for a people group, and we begin to pray with Him until something changes. It really is a shift in praying from saying a, a few prayers to actually catching a burden of God in the place of prayer. And then we finished up yesterday uh, morning by looking at hindrances to revival. I listed many, but we ended up with a focus on Psalm 24. Uh, who may ascend the hill of the Lord? Who may stand in His holy place? And, and I guess our real big focus was consecration, holiness, this separated life. And, and I've been using the phrase for about three weeks. It came to me in prayer one day. I felt the Lord saying, this is a happy holiness it's a happy set of partners to God. It's not a sober, legalistic, somber thing. It's it's actually a, a joyful saying. Lord, I know the whole world is going a particular way, but because you are so beautiful, and because I desire you, and I want to ascend the hill of the Lord, I'm going to come into a happy holiness with you. And as we do that, we become gateways, not only as individuals, but our churches and in given areas. So I pray all of that was a blessing. And then this morning it was an invitation to seek the Lord. Um, and one, trans, one uh, verse would say, Seek the Lord while he may be found. And by that, there's an, there's an inference that there are moments in history where there is an extra special grace to seek the Lord. He kind of he turns us on to himself. I think we're in one of those moments right now. Uh, it's going to be here for a while, but I think the Lord's looking for a yes from his people and as we say yes Holy Spirit gives us grace to fulfill the yes all of us in our own efforts are broken and sometimes we could finish a weekend we could be excited but we think well what do I do after that that's just too too high a standard Uh, too much of an ask and I've realized that just saying yes is a great start so I would say if you're walking away from today, there's many applications you can walk away from with, uh, I, I would point us to Hebrews 12 and verse 2, let us fix our eyes on Jesus. And, and really, summed up in that is a life of prayer, summed up in that is a life of consecration, summed up in that is growing in the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as well. So Let us fix our eyes on Jesus. Uh, we do that in His Word, we do that with His people, we do that in the place of prayer. And then I'd like to pray over you, and you can join me in this, or you can receive this however you want. And this is going to be taken from Isaiah 11 and verse 2. Isaiah 11 and verse 2 is a prophetic scripture about Jesus. And I haven't had uh, like the, the, the opportunity to open up this and preach it to you, but for about five, six years now, I've been living in this one verse, and I think... Maybe three or four times a week, I will take significant time and pray over it. So, this is Isaiah prophesying, prophesying about Jesus. It's seven descriptions of the Holy Spirit. You could read them in Revelation as well. I think Revelation 7 talks about the seven lamps or the seven fires burning before the throne of God. Um, it, there's one Holy Spirit, seven fold manifestations of the Holy Spirit. Uh, Some would say these are the pillars of wisdom. I I actually think these these are living fires that can be inside of us. And the more you read Revelation, and the more you read this, you begin to see these were active things inside of Jesus, and it was the way the Holy Spirit manifested. And and this is the verse, just one verse: um, the Spirit of the Lord is will be upon him, the Spirit of wisdom, the Spirit of understanding the spirit of counsel, the spirit of might, the spirit uh, of knowledge, and the spirit of the fear of the Lord. The sevenfold manifestations of the Holy Spirit, and they are so needed today. And the Lord wants His people walking with those, imagine them as fire burning inside of you. That's why, I don't know if you've met people like this, some people you meet, you can feel that fire kind of energizing their words it energizes who they are it's what jesus walked in uh, it was the spirit of the lord that was on him i mean i just i meditate on those i pray those and the more you pray the scriptures the greater the revelation you get from scripture and so this sense it's the spirit of the lord is in me At colossians 127 jesus uh, paul said this is the mystery that has been hidden for ages past christ in you And it is a staggering mystery. The angels didn't see it coming. The demons didn't see it coming. Even the people unfolded in the story did not see this coming. Even the prophets, some of them prophesied it but didn't know it. Christ in you, the hope of glory. What does that mean? That The living God is now taking up residence inside of humans. You meditate on that for 30 minutes, it will blow you away. The God who can't be contained, fills the universe, is now living inside of me. How crazy is that thought? And that's what Isaiah was prophesying about Jesus. The Spirit of the Lord will be on him. And the Spirit of wisdom. Wisdom. Divine wisdom to know what to do in any setting, in any situation. I mean, imagine living like this. The Spirit of the Lord on you. The Spirit of wisdom. The Spirit of understanding. The ability to comprehend any situation, any set of relationships. The ability to comprehend complex situations. And it comes by divine revelation. That's why Jesus knew exactly where to be, exactly what to do, exactly how to answer. And Jesus is actually a pattern for our lives. We read it in 1 John this morning. You must walk as He walked. This is the way Christians were meant to live. The the life of Christ in them. So it's it's the Spirit of the Lord, the Spirit of wisdom, divine wisdom, the ability to know what to do, divine understanding the ability to comprehend situations and relationships and context, comprehend the time in which we live. Then it's the spirit of counsel. um, The spirit of counsel, heavenly counsel. I love getting counsel of humans, but to have heavenly Holy Spirit counsel on any given situation. What do I do? How do I handle this? How do I respond to this this situation? Um, uh, The spirit of might is the next one. The spirit of might... If, if we're going to survive the days ahead with all the persecution that's coming, you're going to have to have a supernatural might on the inside. Uh, and it's available. It gives, a, it gives a force and a push to the way that you live. There's so much fear and anxiety in our world. There's, there's a tide being released and it's going to grow against the church and against followers of Christ. But when you've got divine might in you, it won't make any difference. There'll be a push and a force in the way that you do what you do. You'll be gentle, you'll be filled with the fruit of the Holy Spirit, but there'll be an unstoppable force on the inside. I'm not talking about being aggressive to our world. I am talking that you you don't feel the same anxiety, you don't feel the same weariness, you don't want to quit and give up, because there's a supernatural might. Paul prayed this in Ephesians 3 for the Ephesus church. He said, "I, I, I kneel before the Father in heaven, and I pray that out of His glorious riches, verses 14, 15, 16, 17, I pray that out of His glorious riches, He may strengthen you with power in your inner being. So, Holy Spirit comes, takes out of God's glorious riches, and Paul says, I'm praying that He'll come, and He'll put this might in you. He'll strengthen you in your inner man. That's your mind, your will, your emotions. So, I pray, Lord... I pray that you would strengthen my mind supernaturally. I want to think right thoughts. I pray that you would strengthen my emotions. I want to hold steady. When I make up my mind to do something, I want my will. Strengthen my will. I want to keep steady in what you call me to do. That's might on the inside. And the last two, um, the, the spirit of knowledge. I, 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 I was told by a teacher I'm not very smart you want amount too much. Actually, my English teacher said that to me. So when I wrote my first book, I went and gave him a copy. <laughs> and uh, I said, sir, this is in seven languages now and, and still being translated. And uh, just thought I'd give you a copy. Your average student did something. But I, I, I know I'm not the smartest uh, person around. I, I'm not an academic. Uh, but I also know that the Spirit of the living God lives in me. So I often lay hands on my own head And I will say, Lord, you said that you'll give me a spirit of knowledge, divine knowledge about things, but you'd also give me a retentive memory. And uh, I mean, you see me speaking to you today, I'm quoting scripture, I'm bringing revelation. That isn't because I'm smart. The Holy Spirit lives in me and he quickens me, gives life to me, gives knowledge, brings things back to remembrance. There's a divine understanding. And sometimes being in a situation, the Lord will give me knowledge about a person knowledge about something that's happened or about to happen and you you are meant to live this way and the last one because knowledge puffs up makes you arrogant then we live in the spirit of the fear of the lord and we say lord i want to walk reverently in tenderness before you in the light of humil- in the light of eternity in the spirit of humility so we embrace the fear of the lord i'm sorry to give you such a long exposition on one verse but um so now imagine you as a human with those seven living attributes of the Holy Spirit, one Holy Spirit, sevenfold manifestation, they're like fires moving around on the inside of you. And he's like, I want you to live this way, Jesus lived that way. So if you would like, I want to pray for you this, this uh, uh, afternoon, that those sevenfold manifestations of the Holy Spirit, um, you would begin to experience the, the, the Spirit of the Lord. You would have the Spirit of wisdom, Spirit of understanding, Spirit of counsel, Spirit of might, Spirit of knowledge, and the Spirit of the fear of the Lord. You may stand to your feet for a moment, and uh, I'll close with this. So I'm just praying it over you, and we'll close. But Father, thank You for a wonderful weekend in Your presence. And thank You, Holy Spirit, that You have been with us here. Thank You that You are calling us, not just to be living as humans, Sometimes we say, I'm only human. But for believers, we should never say, I'm only human. We are humans in whom the divine has taken up residence. And so I pray that you would give my brothers and sisters here the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that they would see what you are calling them to. We walk in humility. We walk with no pretension. We're not arrogant. We want to walk in humility in our world and yet we want to walk with the manifestation of the Holy Spirit in our lives. So I pray over this family here today that they would become gateways of the kingdom. And Father, I pray that this church would be a gateway of the kingdom. And I pray that they would learn to ascend the hill of the Lord and stand in your holy place. I pray that they would realize, give them a, an understanding that the Spirit of the Lord is upon them. The spirit of wisdom is inside of them. The spirit of understanding lives in them. The spirit of counsel. Spirit of might. I pray for a fresh strength. I pray that your emotions, your mind, your will would be strengthened out of God's glorious riches by the power of the Holy Spirit today. And I pray that you would have the spirit of knowledge divine knowledge, words of knowledge, understanding things that you didn't know before. That the Lord will even help your mind to have a retentive memory and knowledge about things that you've learned. I pray over all of it, that we would walk in the spirit of the fear of the Lord. I pray that we would be reverent. We would walk in awe of You, in the light of eternity, in the spirit of humility. I pray that we would be a generation that seek no glory for ourselves, but we hide behind the cross of Christ. I pray that we'll be deeply humble, walk in loneliness and gentleness, and yet with the greatest authority that any human can walk in because the living Christ is inside of them. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. 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 Bless you, sir. Bless you.
0: (laughs) Father, Lord, we just want to thank you today. It's been such a wonderful time in your presence. And as we come to the end of the day, Lord, we pray that we're not going here without you, that we're going with you into the world to be that beacon of light. You will tear down walls, you will tear down lies, Lord, you will light up shadows to just come to reach us. When we're in trouble, we look up to you. And so, Father, for those of us here and those who are joining us online, We pray your blessing will rest upon your people. We pray, Father, Lord Almighty, your peace, your power, O God Almighty, will rest on us fully, even right now, as we come to the end of the day. Bless us, Lord, that we may be a blessing. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.